Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 156. And if you do your math, right there, you divide 156 by 3, you get 52. That means we've been doing this officially with numbered episodes minus the one that we skipped. Shut up. That You're, taking, you're, ruining, you're ruining the bit, Matt. Okay, we've been officially doing this for three years now. Officially numbered shows, three years of numbered shows. Hooray to us. We're the best. Happy third birthday, Third Shift. Yes, indeed. Hooray to us. And I also got to say, it is adequate and befitting that we fumble up the intro on the three-year episode because i was gonna say and my how we've grown but no <laughs> i did it on purpose i did it on purpose matt still's gonna fumble through an intro <laughs> i thought i thought about going back to that episode zero and starting off the exact same awkward stupid crappy way we did that one. Oh, hey guys welcome to third shift i am Matt, and that is Eric. Eric. Yeah, and we are here to do a show. No, we're never gonna. Nope. We're never gonna talk like that. We're never gonna post that again. We're never. In fact, as you said, we're gonna glass earth it. What's that mean? This, yes, know. we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we're totally different men now. But anyway, this is third shift. We are here. I am the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, Matt. He over there is Eric Lightbringer. We are your hosts for this awesome third anniversary episode, and we're going to start it like we do every single episode. Did we start episode one this way? We had to have. We yeah, must we have, did. Right? We've, we've been doing this okay. forever. Oh, yeah, man. All right. So how was your week, my friend? Oh, well, you know, I think, actually, you know, I could be lying. Now you got me curious as to whether we did start episode one that way, or if we brought that in. A little bit later on, because we kept talking about what we were up to, and we wanted to come up with a little segment where we could kind of offshoot and beat up things before we got into the third shift, you know, proper gearbox crap. I feel like we had to at least be like, hey, how was your week? And we went, oh, yeah, pretty good. I'm excited about these patch notes we're going to yeah, get into. Yeah, we must What have. about you? Oh, oh. I don't know. I'm sure uh, all of our peeps, they'll tell us. They'll let us know. They'll be like, oh, yeah, you guys did or no. You guys are idiots. Ah, whatever. Doesn't matter. You know how my week was? Uh-oh, it was one of those weeks that I don't remember, da-da-da-da-da, and you knew it was coming, Matt. <laughs> uh-huh. I, did, I did. Even though we did the best thing that's ever been done, I knew the rest of the week would wash it. It would just go, oof. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, on the weekend, we did get to play Wolfenstein. So right mm-hmm. there, that was 100% fun. I had a great time with that. We streamed it, of course. So if you didn't know, oh, yeah. we're over on Twitch streaming every now and again. You need to get over there and check us out because some of the content is fun. Some of it is amazing. Some of it's okay. It's all over the place, and that's how we roll here at Third Shift. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And beyond the stream, of course, I've been playing a little bit of Destiny 2 again. Uh, kind of hemming and hawing, trying to see if I'm going to get back into that with a new shadow keep. I'm going to, if it turns out, because family and friends want me to. So, ha, ha, ha. Sucked back into there. Then great for me. Mm. Oh, of course, Control comes out. I'm looking forward to that. Got uh, Borderlands 3, duh. All sorts of crap. Just a million games mm. coming. I'm in kind of like a paralysis right now. I don't want to start anything. I'm too scared to play games. I'm kind of like in this weird depression mode where I'm like, I hate my life because this is all this crap I'm supposed to do soon. And I don't want it's too much and it's going to be stressful and I'm scared. Where I'm supposed to be happy and excited. Now when I hear a lot of games, I get stressed out and anxiety ridden. Yeah. So 
Let's go. I'll never have time for all that. Yeah, that's exactly what my fe- I feel all the time. I'm not gonna have time for any of this. I'm not gonna have time. I'm not gonna have time. I mean, people are gonna think I should know things. They're gonna think I should be doing this. And I gotta. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I start rocking in my chair, and I start like uh-huh. picking at my eyebrows and my mustache and beard until it all falls off in weird patchiness, and I'm look like a crazy person. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody who would do that. <laughs> yeah, so with that being all said, oh, we're going camping again. You know, the usual life rigmarole. Kids are back in school. Wife is back at work. Everyone's happy and excited to be there. Kind of mm. getting that new, you know, that fresh turnaround going right now. So that's yeah, been about it. What about you, Mr. Matt? How's it been on the wonderful world and the Matt side of things and that little strange place you call home? Now, see, if you're going to give me crap for botching the intro as a bit, I'm going to give I you know. crap for legitimately forgetting what we did. I don't remember anything, man. It's impossible. <laughs> you don't remember our amazing booth that we bought and rented out for the <laughs> Michigan Comic Con that we went to over the weekend, you freaking moron? Dude, I'm insane. Jesus Christ. I'm insane. I mean, what do you, <laughs> what do you want from me? As soon as you went into Wolfenstein, I'm like, all right, he's doing a bit. He's going to forget it, and then he's going to say it at the very end. Nope, no, it just went, kept, kept going I on. I don't remember. <laughs> I felt like I did that weeks ago. It, it, it honest, definitely it does honest feel to God, like weeks feels ago. like weeks ago. I, I thought we did that like two or three weeks ago. So I'm like, yeah, mm. that's way past the whole news, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know, that was this week. Oh, my God. Or, man. I mean, it was last week, but you know, it, it, it counts. I'm, I'm dying, everybody. I'm just dying. It's fine. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's like watching a sitcom almost. You get to watch me grow old and die. But instead of watching, you just get to listen to really me. It's not really a sitcom. It's <laughs> you know, like a, a dramatic series. <laughs> Oh man, don't you just love that episode of Seinfeld where everybody got old and died? Wasn't that great? <laughs> well, you know, humor's all in, you know, by the beholder. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yes, we did do that this weekend. Shame, shame. Uh, so yes, that was awesome. I enjoyed that walking around, seeing cool stuff, seeing cool art, seeing cool posters, things for sale, getting a disc signed with a with an actual quote from Liquid Snake, and he he did like the snake yell when I went and saw Cam Clark. That was amazing and cool, and just I don't know, it's just badass to see the face behind one of the best characters in one of the best series. Awesome, loved it. And then our, our awesome booth we had set up. We, you know, we rented out that space months in advance. Mm-hmm. We're like, we know Borderlands 3 is coming. And we actually did it before the announcement in April. We're like, it's coming this year. We're going to be there to talk about Borderlands 3. We booked Jim when he was on the show. We're like, Jim, we got Comic-Con. You got you to come by. You got to come by the booth. You got to come and say hi. And he was like, absolutely anything for you, fellas. And guess what? See if I can wrangle Elisa and I can wrangle our, our buddy Randy Pitchford. And we had them all there. It was great. It was amazing. Yeah, it was a People good time. People coming up, shaking hands, uh-huh. selfies, high fives. It was awesome. Had a crazy Moz cosplayer there. And I was like, whoa, oh, yeah. cool. She was the best. Yeah, it was amazing. I just love, too, how we got that nice prime spot. It was right there in the forefront with all the different uh, individuals coming on to do the signings. And then some of the mm-hmm. really cool poster things going on just a spectacle mm-hmm. to behold everyone's super stoked to have us there it was a great oh, yeah. time it was just it was a lot it was it was definitely an experience you know i hadn't really gone to any of these mm-hmm. cons etc before so us getting into there and supporting and freaking repping borderlands and gearbox that's how we do it that's how we do it at third shift we're for the oh, yeah, people absolutely. and we are 100 percent for gearbox 
But then other than that, we did that. That was amazing. Had a lot of fun. Got some souvenirs. Got some cool stuff, like I said. Then on the gaming front, what have I been doing? Friday Night Frights, man. I went in there, and I shot robots in the face with a shotgun. I ejected an alien out into space. I am the best player of this game there has ever been. I will never have any problems going forward. I'll never die again. Guaranteed, tune in Friday and see how right I am. I, I will have no troubles. I will not die. I will not get scared by big explosions and bright uh-huh. lights in my dark room. No, it won't it happen because I'm the, I'm the master of this and game. And you know what else there won't be? There won't possibly be another visit of an alien. No, it's like I it's it's shot, shot him in the gas Yeah, he's, he's gone or it's gone. That's, that's it. Oops, yeah. alien isolation. Now he's isolated, isolated in the belly of that, of that Into planet. a sun yeah. or something probably. I think they were going to hopefully get into the orbit of the sun and vaporize them. I don't remember. There you go. All I that's can tell you is there's no way though there's going to be another visit from one. Certainly not. You're no. safe. You're safe. I am. Which, 100% safe. one of our loyal, loyal viewers, he was sad because he came on and he was watching you play for hours and then mm. realized there's no alien. And he said, what's this game? That was called Alien Isolation. Was it a droid mm. isolation? And I said, no, he got rid of the alien. You missed it. It's your own mm. fault. You missed the key moment. So... <sighs> Very sad. Very sad that you are so good at this game that you broke it by just getting rid of the one thing it was actually about, the alien. Good job, man. That's true. I, I found that Easter egg. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here's a, here's a way to eject it. it I got it. And you Boom. figured it out Done. and did it. And now it's just, just robots walking around. Just weird droids. <laughs> some are good, some are bad. Who knows? Can I help you out? Boom, shotgun. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> You're releasing them from their prison. It's fine. You did them a favor, man. That's, the soul comes out in that. That's how I'd spit mine out <laughs> if I was a droid and got shot in the face with a shotgun. I'd be like... Then fall over. And then you'd be real nervous because you wouldn't know what the hell to think. You see what I'm saying? I'd shoot you again. That's what I would do. I would treat you... I would treat you like RoboCop in the beginning of his own movie. That would be you as a droid. Thank you. Blowing all the mm-hmm. pieces. To bits. <laughs> <laughs> so then the very next night, like you said, we played Wolfenstein. And that game is it is the most fun. It is, it is great. It's awesome. I love us getting into giant battles against skull enemies. And we're like, oh, we shouldn't be here. We should be fighting this guy. But, well, we have to because he's here. And then those those few moments where we actually do by accident work together really well mm-hmm. like you start kiting him over this way so I get shots at his back and then he turns around and gets me and you do the same thing in reverse it actually feels good when you're like doing it right but then when you're also when you're doing it wrong it also feels really good too because it's just, just frenetic and jumping and boosting all over and just giant like diesel punk guns just big heavy disgusting weapons it's awesome mm-hmm. I love it it's just so fast and like you said with all the heavy crap you're wearing and using but you're still mm. leaping through the air like crazy people flying around just super fast like you're floating. That's that's mm. the kind of first-person shooter gameplay I love when you're just flying yeah. around. So silly, so ridiculous. Man, just hits that sweet spot. It was a great moment during the stream, too. I was running around the whole for like two hours. And I was like, man, I wish I could slide. And you were like, 
You mean like this? Slide. And so all the all for the next hour we were playing, all I did was just slide, slide. into rooms with a full of enemies, my auto shotguns. Boom 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 boom. Got him. Or boom 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 boom. Oops. I'm down. Slide back out. <laughs> it was good, it was good. Oh, the best. It, it was even funnier for me because I remember when we first learned slide, you'd already had beers. Mm. And so you were just like, dude to do, let's roll, dude. And then you'd forgotten. And then, of course, when you said, uh, wish you could slide, I went. <laughs> well, you know, when you, when you all play it two hours a week, too, I just forget. That's true, too. Like, I always go, I always go into the controls. What is grenade? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What button is that? Okay. Where's the weapon wheel? That, I always have to look for the weapon wheel, too, so, right before we start. R1, Matt. Hold R1. What's R1 button? Oh, that's, that's a <laughs> classic. Classic. That's it's a classic bit nobody will get. <laughs> yes. That's what podcasts are all about. So anyway, the other video game I've been playing this week, I didn't play a ton of it, but I played enough. played Super Mario Odyssey. I said I had beaten it before. Now I'm kind of going back and getting all the, the new power moons that have arrived. And I feel like I'm starting to hit that wall where it's like I'm, I'm almost done playing. Like it's still fun, but it's not like, it's not that joyous fun that it was the first time through where it's like, oh, I'm figuring out that I can do this here. Because a lot of the additional moons are, all right, go back into that cool part, and now there's another challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, and it's still fun, and it's still great, and I still enjoy myself. But it's, you know, when it, when it does, it plays the jingle, and you go, boom, moon, I don't, like, throw up the deuces and go, do-do-do-do-do-do, pow, yeah. and get into that, like, little, little dancey groove. I feel it, so, I feel like it becomes more of a bathroom game after a yeah. while. Like, oh, I got 10 minutes. Let's see if I can get this moon. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Poop, put it away. There you go. It was fun. It's enjoyable, but it's not like that first playthrough where you're just like, this mm-hmm. is freaking fantastic. What's around the corner? Oh, all the surprise and beautiful and just crazy. Wow. I think there's been two times now where, you know, you go in, you get the next moons, they, they show up on the map. But there have been a couple times where I'm like, all right, where is it? Look up, look down, run around. It's got to be here. Look up, look down, run around. Okay, I'm just going next one. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's, and it is fine because you move on to the next one. You have more fun over there. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I think I'm getting to that part where, like you said, oh, if I got an hour to kill on a Saturday morning, I might pop it in. Or just need a little like bright colors pick me up. I'll pop it in and do a little bit more. But... I feel like it's it's time is about done, which is good because I have like four or five other games on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Play, so. Yeah, I, uh, I did the same thing. I did the first playthrough, just played it through. If I not got the moons, I got the moons. If I didn't get moons, I didn't get moons. Got enough to keep yep. rolling. I was happy. Didn't you know? I didn't really push. And then I went through mm-hmm. all the planets one more time afterwards, and, I, and then I got all the moons that I could. But if mm-hmm. I got to a one that I was just like, what, what, what? Like you said, it was just kind of, mm-hmm. oh well, whatever. I got two or three yeah. more, took off to the next planet. I did that, and then I stopped playing the game. Because I was like, okay. For Eric, that's enough. I've played this game. I know what it's about. I got plenty of things. I'm happy. Yeah, it feels like one of those games. It's it, like it's itching on the completionist aspect of my brain. Like um, All Marios mm-hmm. do, because you know you have a set number of moons or stars or whatever. So it's like, I really want to do it, but I feel like if I do that... I'm going to start not enjoying it. So I'm just going to do like you said. I'm just going to roll through. Oh, is it hard? Can I not find it? Oh, well, next one. Next one, next one, next one. Then I'll be done. It'll be good. And that pretty much wraps up my week, all the games I've been playing. 
I haven't seen any movies lately, but there's two opening this week that I hope to go see. I'm definitely at least going to go see one of them. It's going to be a great time, but I'll tell you about that next week. So that was us individually this week. Together as a team this week, you and I experienced Talented Tuesday from Howard at work. You should post those up on your Twitter account. I will. You know what? He, He's, you're right. He, he posted up some awesome artwork on some work boxes and just, mm-hmm. oh, man, beautiful third shift logo. And then he did Trash Can Bird. So I felt like he wanted to shoot to the moon, and then he wanted to be instantly thrown back into the garbage can he deserves to be in, as well as that crappy little bird. You know what I mean? I think that's what he wanted to do to us. Oh. He's like, I'll make their day with the Third Shift logo, and then I'll send him a text, hey, more art's coming. <laughs> Screw you. He just gave us a mm-hmm. big middle finger. Well, I mean, the joke's on him, though. You know, I'm Cloud9 24-7. You can't. True. You can't bring me to the garbage can. You can't. You can Nobody can. You know, and and I'm and I'm roasting in the pits of hell twenty four seven when I'm at that place. So even garbage, I was like, ooh, that's that's, a nice a, that's above where mm. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll oh, post them up. I got the pictures, so you know, look forward to that, everybody. I'll get them up there so you can see one of our devoted, loyal, awesome fans' artwork for us. It was fantastic. Absolutely. So that happened. And then we also did IG2G episode 60 this week. Lots of good stuff. Little kind of frenzied, connectified conversation. It was a good time. Yeah, that was a fantastic conversation. I liked that one. It was a good topic. Had a great time with it. And I also enjoyed the uh, the releases this week, too. So it was a win-win yeah. for me. Heck yeah, it was a three-pack of things that I love, It all in different ways. So it was fun for me to get back into a couple things. Another thing that's always fun to get back into Shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2. So hit up the Twitter, the Red, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Get yourself some free loot. And hit up our Twitter account where the, well, I, I don't, you know, we've got, a, we've got a VIP reporter who's giving us all the VIP codes. I put up a poll saying, can he be official or does he need to stay unofficial? And I saw, I saw it, Sean. You got cocky. You said, well, it's my first day as official. But that poll still runs for like five more days. Mm. So I know that there's there's one guy who said screw that guy and voted no for him to be official. So the time the time is still there for all you all you Sean haters. If you want to be a Sean hater, you jump on that poll and he'll go back down to unofficial. I'm just I'm just saying. Hmm. I voted yes. So maybe I like Sean. So, yeah, I voted yes too because Sean's awesome. That's a that's a dirty lie. Eric is a dirty liar. <laughs> Look at his face right now. If you could see his face, you would know. <laughs> There it no, is. You, you can't no cut idea. that evil laugh from the no show, Danny. You know <laughs> Couldn't be me. Sean's awesome. Him, Donut Home, and Caribou Lou, man. Woo! Those dudes are the bestest. Must have been Donut Home. He's probably it. That, he's, 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 he's shady. Kind of shifty yeah, guy. We, yeah. yeah. He doesn't even have a Twitter picture on his Twitter. <laughs> exactly. He's, just, he's, he's a blank face man. Face. Exactly. Oh, God. You got to help that guy, Sean. Just saying. <laughs> I got another theory, but it would go into the microphone, and she's the one who would hear the theory. I think it's Danny. You should, she's trying to sabotage mm-hmm. your crew from the inside out. Yeah, she is. She's trying to break she's you all apart. She's going to say it's Donut Home. Even though it was her, she's going to kick so you kick your two buddies out, and it'll just be you and her playing, and then doing your new Borderlands 3 mm-hmm. podcast. Ah, we figured that one out in the Discord. Already. Let me tell mm-hmm. you. Yeah, we see what's going on here. <clears throat> you can't trick mm-hmm. us. We're the tricksters. You'll see. Because this is, this is a meta right here. <laughs> So there's still time to vote for him, whether he will be remain unofficial or become the new official VIP reporter. And another cool survey that we did 
they think it was when the show dropped last week. I'm very happy about the results of it. It was, do you want us to watch all the spoilers and report to all, report about all the spoilers on the show or go spoiler-free Jones, spoiler blackout on the show? Happy to report that, what, 93% of people voted no spoilers and only one jerk monster wanted wanted us to spoil ourselves. So I don't think we're going to be spoiling anything. No. So it's good. So no spoilers from here on out. Well, actually, since the beginning, I haven't spoiled really anything. So yeah. Until the launch of the game, we won't be. And there was also a really cool uh, idea that Generic had, mm-hmm. which was yeah. when we uh, get into the game and we get into, obviously, podcasting, talking about what we've been playing that week, what we, what we thought of the missions, what we thought of whatever the storylines, et cetera, and the play styles, to make sure that we know which missions we're talking about and whatnot, where we're at. So that way, any of our mm-hmm. listeners, if they're not there yet and they don't want to get spoiled, they can wait to listen to the episode till after they went ahead and played through that mission. Which I agree with wholeheartedly. We should do that for sure because that's a great service for everybody who listens out there so we're not screwing them over. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Generic had a great idea. and But my only concern with that idea is some of our listeners play are like super hardcore about playing games like even more so than we are. Like <clears throat> Sean, our, our reporter, who's played Borderlands 2 up and down every day of his life for the past however many years. So I feel like we're going to be like, oh, spoilers up until Promethea, and then we'll get a tweet that just says, oh, you nerds, I'm on I beat the game. already. I, I beat the game. <laughs> Hoopa to do. What a bunch of scrubs you are, tongue, tonguey smiley face. <laughs> yes, I inevitably know for a fact that that's going to happen and that most everybody's going to pass us uh, in terms of where we're at because you know it seems like the rest of the world has more time than we do. Mm. It's weird. What the hell's going on? Am I stuck in some kind of time trap? Did that voodoo witch in Haiti get me? What is this? <laughs> it's 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 karmic retribution for that thing. Mm-hmm, for the time. That we can't talk about it on exactly. the Exactly. Terrible. <sighs> well, one thing we can talk about is that Risk of Rain 2 is coming to the Nintendo Switch. That was a cool announcement. That's, well, I mean, now that I got the new video card, I probably could play it on the PC, but... That seems like a Switch game to me. Like, running around, doing cool stuff, holding two Joy-Cons. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. That's originally where I wanted to get Risk of Rain from. You know, when I heard it was coming out, I was like, oh, man, getting that on a Switch, being able to play just in between, you know, bathroom breaks, going here, doing that. That sounded like a mm-hmm. lot of fun to me. But, of course, there are so many freaking games coming out right now that it's like, oh, gosh. So I'm going to have to hold off a little bit on it, but still very exciting that it's coming to the Switch and definitely going to be one of those pickups whenever I get a, uh, a couple extra bucks in the pocket. And another thing you're going to need to save a couple extra bucks for, coming no. out in October on, I believe it's the 29th, it's The Art of Borderlands 3. We got <sighs> some some scans, some some screenshots, a little bit of preview of that. I think it was four different images. I'm going to have to get it. You're going to have to get it. It's it's right after this big glut of games, so right when you're trying to get back on your feet monetarily with your wife, you'll also be like, oh, hey, baby, wham, 50 mm. bucks for a hardcover art yeah. book, you know, or however much it is. I should reach being. over and look for my, you know, Legend of Zelda official art book slash time frame, blah, 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 and see how much that was, because I'm going to bet money that it's going to be similar in price. And I'm going to bet money oh, yeah. that you're right, and it's going to be like fifty nine ninety nine or something. And that's and what we should do is reach over and pull up the pre-order page because I think you can pre-order right now, but I didn't write down the cost because I went, oh man, that's it's still a little ways away, so I can check that out later. We got nothing but time on that, Matt. Nothing but time. 
nothing but time. It's just, it's just, we're playing Borderlands. Before we know it, there will be art in our faces. It'll be great. I'll just be, I'll be playing as Amara, wondering about the art, the the mystical arts with my with my six arms. I can't stall. No, you can't stall. You can't can't do it, it, man. It's not long enough. You didn't give it. It's not a deep enough thing to talk about. It's too. It's too much. It's too much stress. I can't get to it in time. I don't even know where it's at in the store. So it's impossible, everybody. I'm looking like a fool. Are you on Gearbox yes, Loot? I'm not on even there. Gearbox it's Loot. Not, and it's, it's not, not even, even there. there. It doesn't matter. I was searching in the wrong hole the whole time. Dang it, everybody. But you know what I did see while I was there, and I'm going to bring up since it's such a flub that I'm going to recover from here. They put up some Battleborn swag. You can get yourself an awesome Battleborn hoodie and Battleborn shirt right now. Mm-hmm. So for everybody out there who love Battleborn, which we are in that boat, which Mental Mars, oh, yeah. how dare you not at us, sir, in that tag to everybody who loved Battleborn. Huh. That's true. How dare you? If we, we, we wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for Battleborn. Battleborn. We said it a million yeah. times. Oh, my goodness. So anyways, we're just kidding with you, Mental Mars. You're awesome. Thank you for getting that up there because it definitely made me go check a peek and see and check it out for myself. I'm super interested in the hoodie, but I wish it was a zip-up. I really am looking for a zip-up right now, not a hoodie because I have like two or three hoodies. But I don't like doing the over-the-head thing because it messes up my hair. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> get, get out. Get out of here. I'm not even going to accept that. Put your, take your headset off. Put your microphone away. No. No, Eric. No. Oh, that was the best. Come on. Come on. I know you still envision yourself with that, with that flowing, flowing blonde, blonde hair, hair and big old long yes, rat, tail, rat, tail. rat tail going mm. down your back. You know? All the girls want to put that in a ponytail. God. <laughs> <laughs> but I am glad that you mistakenly went on Gearbox Loot, so it reminded you about the Battleborn stuff, because they also dropped character-specific shirts. They got a new Amara shirt, Zane shirt. They had the Mo shirt up already. Now there's a new Flax shirt as well. So whichever one you're going to rock, you need to get that shirt so you can play it on your stream or on your YouTube videos or just on your Instagram. You can be like, bam, I'm playing a Zane. Going live in 20 minutes. Boop. Yep. That's how you do That's it. How you do That's it. how you do it. That's how pros do it. Although I will say I saw that Children of the Vault zip-up hoodie, and I mm. really want that one. It looks awesome. It's got really cool artwork on the back and all the, you know, the, but 50 mm. bucks. I'm like, ooh, man, I got to. I gotta see how I can wiggle this into an acceptable expense with the boss. You know what I mean? Because of course I got the okay to get a jacket for the fall, but I don't yeah. think it, when the okay came through that a fifty dollar one was the okay. <laughs> a, a, tw- a twenty five thirty dollar one was, like was the probably bigger. the okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So maybe I just do it and apologize later. You know how it is. That's how you That's do. How you do it. Better to ask for forgiveness than beg for permission. That's right. Done. I got the verbs wrong, but you know it's right. Yeah, we right. know what you're it's talking right. about. We know what you're talking about. Yeah. Everybody's got it. God bless. Hey, you know who else has got something also fresh you need to be checking out? Our boy Mental Mars. You, your name is dropped twice here in the show, good sir. It's the Veteran Reward vending machine that he found on Sanctuary 3. He went and checked it out during one of his flack gameplay sessions. This is a new vending machine that's going to be on the Sanctuary 3 that sells endgame high-end loot for Iridium. It's, I mean, it's kind of a spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. It's a vending machine. You're going to find it. And when you find it, you're going to look on Metal Mars' article. There it is. Boom. But the cool thing about this loot, not only is it high level that's going to be helping you out in the end game, it has an anointed modifier on each one that either has to do with generic action skill activation stuff, like after activation, you get 
30% reload, 100% melee damage, something like that, or specific to Vault Hunters. Like if this is a cool rifle for Flak, then when you issue an attack command, you get this bonus. If it's Moe's and Iron Bear's out, you get this bonus. Really cool stuff. I'm excited to see what kinds of stuff is on offer when I get to that point in the game. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly look forward to checking that out. But see, we weren't done with Mental March yet, man, because you sparked something. Remember, we talked about Uh-oh. this pre-show. Mental Mars also posted up a little blurb about, hey, check out these golden boxes. So the golden loot boxes that you open up with your golden keys that get periodically handed out for doing this or that and, you know, by all of our our glorious benefactors at Gearbox, Mm. when they do these things and they give us these keys, you can go to these loot boxes, these golden loot boxes, and open them up. While in previous titles, Borderlands 2 mainly, uh, they didn't give you legendaries. Mm-hmm. But guess what? In this one, they certainly do. So you can get legendaries through getting golden keys and open up these golden boxes, which makes me actually, instead of being a running joke, Matt, where I don't, no. I don't get the keys no. and I lie and no. say I did. <laughs> oh, okay. No, see, now you will continue to get the keys, but since it's you... You will never pull a legendary out of that box. You're 100% right. That's what I was going to say. You're 100% right. That's why my finger was going like this. I was like, no, you can't get excited, Eric. No, 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 sir. Don't get excited. That's right. You know, the only way I'm going to get those keys is if they do like they did with Borderlands 2 and for some weird reason accidentally just just glitch glitch out out and give me a billion keys. (laughs) 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 I just... I'll never stop talking about it. I'll never stop talking about it. Every day, every Borderlands that I get out, I'm like, hey, Matt, what? I got 47 new keys. <laughs> Come on, man. What the heck? I'm down to yeah, five. Exactly. <laughs> you better be opening those boxes, man. I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of keys. Oh, I hope uh. that glitch happens again. Gearbox, if you do anything for me out there, do that for me. Glitch out those keys for me. I mean, I would think it would have to have to do with playing on a friend's account and spending your key on my session, but it never tracking that back. So I feel like they would have to have that fixed by now. Because that's the only thing I can think of. Mm, no, because there, there was added amounts. Because it was like 77, well, well maybe, then 94, then 110. Well, and Well, then maybe you took them, and when, it, when you loaded back in, it went, oh, he had 57 keys, or how, you know, however many keys, and it added that on to the previous total. That's possible. Yeah, I don't know. Because the weird, you know, kind of fiddly way that the the friend party system worked in in the original Borderlands 2 at least it was it was it was, it was kind of funky mm-hmm. it was i mean you could tell they were trying to get it all figured out back then and make it work right yeah. and so any number of things could happen regardless i thought it was awesome i had a great time with the keys back then because i had tons and tons of them coming out of my rear end so it was always a great time. I hope that continues for me in 3, especially since I had the shot at legendary stuff in these loot boxes. But as you said, I know I will never see one, so it really doesn't matter. But the frustration and sadness that comes out of me exactly. opening those boxes and yes. never getting one yep. is priceless. Mm-hmm. And all of you will That's be it. very, very happy to hear me mopingly say, I think <laughs> That's why I hope you get 10 million keys and not a single one of them gives you anything higher than a purple. <sighs> why do you... Pe- hey, how about you bust some keys there, Eric? Tonight's the night. I did 50 keys. I got nothing. Why do you got to do this to me, Matt? Why do you got to do this to me? I got to prepare you for what's in, what's what's in store. What's going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Thank that's, you. That's how it's going to be. I appreciate it. Appreciate it so very much. <laughs> so, and I don't know if we ever talked about speaking on the VI, the veteran stuff and all that, but did we ever really go over, I mean, they haven't released officially too much about it, but the Guardian ranks, Borderlands 3 Guardian ranks, which replaces the badass ranks. We mentioned did it. Did we mention it? And did but we there, talk there about how been a lot to... the, they got it stacked into three different systems? The survivor, the enforcer, and then the healer or something like that? I remember you mentioning did it, I? but I don't know that we've talked about it on the show. Okay. Well, if we never talked about it on the show, and if we did, sorry for those who listened, I want to just briefly mention mm-hmm. I won't talk about it too long. I'll just state that they did replace the badass system with a new guardian ring system. And there's been a couple screenshots now where they show there's like three different brackets you can get to, and you can't access any of this, obviously, until you're max level and have beat the game and all that, blah, 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 blah. And then at this point, you'll be able to attribute points into three different branches, and then obviously they focus on doing extra damage, reload speeds, things like that. One gets you into yeah. uh, more heals, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. So it'll allow you to definitely just have one more avenue in which to customize your character and kind of, you know, keep them in the, uh, your character, how you want to play feel, which I I think Borderlands 3 is really kind of digging into here with all the different aspects they're introducing. Yeah, I I definitely agree that they are doing that. So what this kind of makes me hope is since there's a lot of like, since you can bop your action skills around and your mutators around kind of willy nilly, however you see fit, I'm hoping this isn't such a, you know, it's tied to your account, and once you put the points in, that's it, as the badass ranks were. I'd like to at least be able to, oh, well, if I'm playing Flak, I'm going to want a lot of damage stuff, or if I'm playing as my buff-ass Amara, I'm going to want health stuff. I'm hoping you can respect this, or maybe it's, you know, you choose which active one to put points into, something like that, because as you said, since they are putting such a focus on building your character, playing your way, this would be just another way to do it, especially... As you said, you're already max level. This is endgame. You definitely want to customize your endgame experience. This is the perfect way to do that. So, with that being said, I don't know 100% if that's correct, but I hope it is because I agree with you. I think every character should have their own choices as to what they want to go into because who I play hugely you know, depends on what I want to have and what I want to do. Now, what's got going for it here, and I just pulled it up and found it, which is why the woman was talking and everything, and it is the Enforcer, Survivor, and Hunter. Those are the three new brackets you'll get to uh, put extra points into and go down. And from the screen, it looks like it will be per character. Okay. Like the, in this particular screenshot, he's got Zane up. And he's going over to the Guardian rank little tab. And then, of course, you know, you can play with the points and attribute them wherever you want. But like you said, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because the badass tokens, they had a certain amount you could go over and do it, but it just stuck with you permanently. So I don't know. I'd have to do a little more research and see if they've even announced that yet or not. But I, I hope you're right because sometimes if I'm going to play like a melee class, I want full heals. Anything that gives me heals back, I need it. That way I can stay up in the faces of the enemies going to town. Whereas if I'm going to do a long-range build, I don't care about any of that. And I'm going to want, obviously, some of the hunter aspects, maybe maybe a little bit of survivor and enforcer, but mostly hunter. That kind of thing. Mm. Or at least have the ability to respec it, even mm-hmm. if it's you know at cost, in-game dollars, whatever it is. So, yeah, we'll see. 
We will see. We will see, man. And then on top of all that, they got a little bit more coming out, sneaking out about the artifact, the relics, the new relic things, and uh, the, oh, yeah, the, cla- yeah. the class mod stuff, and how the it was the new relics are going to, like, instead of just being, like, a little buff to this or buff to that, it's going to totally change, possibly change the way you play entirely. Like, they've got uh, that mm. flak run around who does a slide and then unleashes those two saw blades through the ground. Mm-hmm. which they showed off in that new Guide to the Borderlands trailer, which was super dope. So commenting quick on the, the new artifacts, I agree. I'm definitely excited to see that, that it's not just a, oh, increased rare loot percent by 5%, you know, that it actually gives you some new ability, some new crazy thing to do. It's just, it makes it more fun to get gear because your gear actually does appreciable things in an in a gameplay and an eyeball looking at and seeing cool things since. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you mentioned the guide to Borderlands. They dropped that at Gamescom, six minutes and something friggin' YouTube mm-hmm. trailer there going on. And I love the setup. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very familiar. I don't remember who mentioned it, but uh, somebody was commenting on how it was much like the Battleborn one they did years and years ago, okay. which... I wholeheartedly agree with it's it's very similar to that and I love the style in which they take you in and just kind of go through the motions of what this game is, how to play it, what you're doing, da 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 and then showcasing some of the gameplay and some of the the humor, everything going on with all that. I thought it was really really well done and it was a, just enjoy a joy to watch, you know, and and I feel if I can watch it and enjoy it, someone who's been following and watching all this stuff for years and years, then everyone's going to love it for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I enjoyed it a whole heck of a lot. One thing that stood out for me was just how gorgeous everything looked. Like, when we got our first reveals of Borderlands 3, I was on that negative Nancy train where I was like, oh, it just looks like Borderlands. This looks like next-level Borderlands. Literally everything in that trailer looked freaking gorgeous and so much more HD-ified and beautiful than I feel like than most everything we've seen before except for these last few gameplay reveals and i'm sure it's just because everything's shined up to the mirror sheen and running on the biggest highest most badass indie high-end pcs but it looked like it was popping it looked fresh and hot and cool even claptrap was looking shiny and new you know but then dial it back to what it seemed like it felt like that mr hammerlock and torg trailer that they did for borderlands the pre-sequel they got me so hyped that i put it on my youtube likes and favorites and i watched that like 20 times now I've been in this one a little bit too long to get to be as super hyped, but it gave me that feeling of like, hey, look, here's some glimpses at the flora and fauna and the planets and the systems. Another thing that I thought was cool was we've seen and heard a little bit about it in the quest missions we've been seeing, but car customization. I want to be able to get the you know the heavy arm. She says you know kit out your car with some heavy armor or keep it light and fast. I want to mess with that car customization and make my you know, bandit technical or my whatever, look crazy stupid or crazy dope or crazy awesome or just a big stupid dumb tank when we need to go for a race. And I'll be like, get in the car, dude. And you'll be like, oh, I'm just going to take my little wheelie running mm-hmm. thing because this, this is stupid. Or it's way awesome. I, I, I can't wait to have vehicles be fun. Like, this feels like it'll make it a lot more fun. I agree with that. And then on top of all that customization, plus the skins, et cetera, et cetera, that they always had, which, staying on the skin subject, I'm sure this is going to carry over to the vehicles, which we've seen some of the skins for and stuff, but mm. I don't think we mentioned it last time around that they did that whole montage where they're kind of rolling through skins of characters mm. as they were running and whatnot. 
and mm. my gods, those skins are fantastic. The the yeah. whole redo of colors on the the actual outfits, the heads, and the way they actually this and this is what I really appreciate about it. They made it so the heads match up now. So like a lot of mm. the crazy heads and skins for the the different characters feel right when they get put onto the body. It doesn't become yeah. a weird mismatch or something completely freakish or outlandish. It looks mm. like it belongs on that character. So like when you got the red skull for Flack, that thing looked freaking crazy awesome. And immediately I fell in love. I was like, oh, I want this really bad. I really want that skin. Oh, I can't wait. And I, and I liked for those skins, like, it was a really quick montage in the trailer. I haven't had a chance to slow it down or anything. But I, like you said, I liked how, I just liked how all over the skins were, like, so many of them were a, a full in, incorporated design. Like, I saw something that looked like he was wearing a flag, basically. It was had, you know, the colors all running down it as one uniform design worked into the clothing but not just like oh well the jacket's red and the the vest mm-hmm. is black and the pants are blue and then just changing the color wheel around now i'm sure some of those will still be in there but the the real hot ones that you saw in that trailer hot A heads full, and hot skins full get-ups th- they got me excited yeah yeah those were freaking fantastic and on top of that i also don't think we mentioned that uh, if you're wondering and you're playing like flack whatever you're wearing your pet gets similarly you know, cast into that whole costume. That's awesome. So whenever you're playing flag, your pets get to be just as awesome as you are. It's pretty freaking cool, that's, man. That's perfect. It is. And we've seen it with Iron Bear as well. Yeah, and Iron Bear. Iron Bear mech. gets mm-hmm. gets some skins yeah, too. Yeah, there was a Tron one or something like that for her, and then inside her Iron Bear mech, you got to see like these little buzzing lights tracing around inside. And I was like, oh my gosh, nice. I'm sold, sold, boom! And already, of course, my money's out. There you go. Now, I wonder what that'll do for, you know, obviously you got Iron Bear, you got the pets, you got a Digiclone for Zane, so at least you have another you running around, and his drone, and possibly like the the shield deployable piece on the bottom might have a different look. I wonder what they're going to do for Amara. If the if the arms will move or look, you know, slightly different huh. based on skins, because that's the only thing outside of her that you can possibly see, right? Yeah, I mean, you'll see her more because she's she'll be jumping around and doing the face slam if you get that skill. Uh-huh. But other than that, everyone else is going to have something you can, you as the player can look at and be like, "That's the cool skin I have." That's true. So they got to do something. They got to do something cool for her. I right? haven't really seen much, so you know, I don't know. Mayhaps, but mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen anything showcasing her any of her like abilities have resembling what she looks like or anything. And that'd be. Right. I, I question if they would do it because I don't think like Zane's hologram doesn't change or anything. Like their actual like mm. abilities don't change. It's just parts right, right, of right. them. And like you said, Amara right. doesn't have any kind of extensions or anything going out there doing anything. Nothing of her head going no. on or her body. Mm-hmm. Just just an arm, which is always bare and open. Yep. So unfortunately, I think for Amara, besides showcasing other to other players how cool you are, you won't get to see it very often. So that was some cool stuff that was shown off lately and shown off right before or and or at Gamescom. And we haven't even talked about the big meet. Like, there's so much. There's a couple interviews I wanted to pull out. We haven't even talked about the coolest thing that they've talked about, getting revealed some endgame stuff at Gamescom. They got Circle of Slaughter, you know, fighting pits coming back. Those you know. now, okay, Matt. I'm, I'm going to sound see, negative. You're trying. See, this is negative. what's killing me. Is you're trying to you're trying to glance over this like this is a small nugget, and that this interview with the writers and crap is this some big news of Randy Varnell? No, 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 sir. No, 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 no. 
how dare you? The Circle of Slaughter, friends, and the new, all new, Proving Grounds are coming mm. to Borderlands trees and game content. Oh, yeah. And let me just say, first off, the Circle of Slaughter's been in previous Borderlands titles. Mm. I was not very excited about this one, I'll be completely honest, because I'm the Circle of Slaughter before has been kind of boring, annoying, and does not really reward you with anything that matters, in my opinion. All right? That's just being quite blunt. I'll still say they were fun to do. There were certain ones that were annoying to complete, like the the one in Tiny Tina's. We could never get because there were too many death traps. Well, we we did we did we did end up getting it because remember we we farmed it for a long time to get the I think it was the magic missiles in there or something in there. Unless I'm I must thinking have been of something really else. Drunk when we, we did. you know everybody we play drunk we, so much it's ridiculous so. I don't think we ever beat that boss boss wave. No, well, yeah, because the ogre, the, we, it, the it drops the uh, the ogre gun. Remember, and I got it. I remember there being the five, and then the big boss one, and I don't remember finishing the boss one, so I must have been out of my mind. But <laughs> the other ones we did, like the the Hyperion one, you know the yeah. the beast one, mm-hmm. the Hyperion one, the the bandit one. Those were all a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing. Them. Yes, I enjoyed them the first time through. And I enjoyed them the second, yeah, yeah. maybe third time through. But after that, yeah. I didn't want to do them anymore. And like I said, mm-hmm. they didn't re- really reward you for doing it over and over again. Yeah. So unless you were farming a particular one item that it had, which, honestly, like I said, you know, you guys all know, we're not the Borderlands hunter expertise guys. I only remember doing mm-hmm. the Tiny Teeny one because you got magic missiles and round something or rather in there, and then you got the ogre off of the last mm-hmm. boss, I think it was. So that's why we did those. But beyond that, it was like, eh, whatever. Okay, it was neat and fun. So I'm hoping they change the Circle of Slaughter this time around to where either A, there's a bunch of mini-bosses who have a chance to drop particular weapons or items or whatever, artifacts, doesn't matter. Just something that lures you in and wants, makes you want to go do those multiple times. Or make it like the Proving Grounds, which you had a comment, though, on the Circle of Slaughter here. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like maybe it was the one in the pre-sequel. I feel like at least one of them had a head at the end. So even if they just do that and make them all have at least some cool customization stuff, since we're so geeked about the customizations, if you at least had that as maybe not the only reward, but like you get a head and a cool weapon, and you'll definitely get the customization stuff. That would make me at least do it. Well, see, here, here's the stick. Is is. I fully agree with you, Matt, but the thing is they say this is end-game content. Now, I'm a games-as-a-service guy, so I know when you tell... Well, at least when you tell me, an individual who's a games-as-a-service guy, this is our end-game content, this means replayability. This means this is what you're farming. This is what you're doing to get the hottest loot, the hottest cosmetics, the hottest things in the title. But they haven't really talked about Circle of Slaughter yet. And, of course, going off previous ones, that is not what Circle of Slaughter was. And, and that's what kind of surprised me that they announced it here. Because, like you said, to me, it's never been endgame content. It's been, oh, you find it, and maybe you need a few more levels to finish it, but it's just a fun brawl around. Mm-hmm. Now, the Proving Grounds, 100%, is endgame content. Yes. I agree with that. That is true endgame content. Yeah, I feel like it's a little weird. Unless they, like you said, change it up, make it a little different, make it harder. It's, it hasn't been that way before, so when you tell me Circle of Slaughter, 
I don't think of that. I suspect they're going to come back and talk about more of that. I think they wanted to kind of mm-hmm. showcase the Proving Grounds because that's like completely new, and that's what they let yeah. all the streamers and everybody play and go ahead and post up. And this is where I'm excited. This is this is yeah. the content I'm talking about because we've played through the stories a million times. We love the stories. You're not a big fan of farming, like just the same boss guy over and over, but here we go. Mm-hmm. This is a... A whole thing where you go into an area, and there's six of them, which are, Paul Sage slipped up. Was it Paul Sage? Yeah, he slipped up and said seven, and then he said six numbers. So I suspect they've already got a seventh one they've made, and that's going to come probably in the first DLC, but he had to dial it back and say six because that's what's coming at launch. If I, had, if I was a betting yeah. man, that's what I would bet on. So there you go, everybody. Hot take from the Third Shift crew. There's a seventh one that's going to be popping with that very first DLC. Bam. And we're always right. We're wait, right. No, wait, we're right. No. I, I didn't hear him say anything he wasn't supposed to say. I am not Submato. You can't. Oh, crap. Can't, I, I believe uh, this, when he said yeah. six, that's what he meant. <laughs> that's what he, he meant. About his, he was thinking about his run to 7-Eleven later, and he was like, man, I could use a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. Mm, seven. Mm-hmm. seven. Sorry. No, six. 2K, if you're listening, we're just kidding. There, I never heard seven either. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's, it's a bit for the show. We do stupid yes. stuff. We don't take it seriously. Don't worry if about it. If we happen to be me. right, that's why we're never right. Exactly. Because exactly. we know. We know not to leak information. <laughs> so back to business. He said there's going to be six at launch, and then you're going to come upon them at different times through the campaign, and you can go ahead and compete in them. But, of course, Endgame is where it's really going to be the big shit. Well, you're, you're glossing over the thing that I'm excited oh, okay, about now, okay, all right. which is, and it might be a little bit of a spoiler, so if you don't know, if you don't want to know how it is that you find the Proving Grounds, don't listen for like 15 seconds. But they said to find the Proving Grounds, you have to find Iridian writings, find somebody who could decipher them, figure out the directions or the locations or the things. Doing stuff lore-related to find super-secret things. You know, salt, you know, figuring out your all-bed af- alphabet. I love stuff like that. I hope it's more actually like codes, like you know, west from the windmill and down from the thing, and you actually have to find something even once you've deciphered it. That, that got me excited. Like finding secrets and then taking them over here and unlocking another secret to even get into this Iridian Proving Ground thing. And to find, of I course, like the one of, of those crazy aliens. I agree yeah. with you. I Trust me, I, I, it didn't go over my head. The problem was, as you already know where I'm going to go with this, is you go to Google and just go, Google, tell me where it's at. And then Google goes, go first step. Go to this spot to get the first clue. Go to this spot, coordinates such and such. Okay, Player X, you can find all the vault symbols too, you jackass. No, I no, won't. We're not doing I that. won't. But I'm just telling you, this is what's going to happen with, of course, so many people who don't understand well, to sure, appreciate the game and yeah, find everything for themselves and have a good time with it and just eat it like a delicious meal instead of mm. slam through it and let all the big dog crazy people tell you exactly where to go and what to do. But that's going to happen no matter yeah, what. That's the that is the world we live in. But I do agree with you. It is awesome that they're actually making it fun, making it enjoyable just to find. So on top of the Borderlands mm-hmm. symbols, which we're going to be hunting for, we'll be looking for all that to get to the next Proving Grounds. And then once you're there and you're at Endgame, you're going through these bad boys, which each experience, yeah, it's, there's six of them and they're like set areas and stuff. But of course, the you know how the enemies approach you, what you do or screw up on is going to be different each time. So you go through and you got these different objectives you've got to clear up, like uh, doing it in under 17 minutes or under 15 minutes, finding a fallen guardian or whatever they're called. 
mm-hmm. what were they called? I don't remember anymore. I think it was. Fallen Is it Fallen Guardian? Guardian? Something okay. like that. Yeah. You got to find one of those, and they're running around, kind of like the little leprechauns or you know loot tanks, etc. You find them, kill them. That gets you a check mark. Don't die. Things like that. Bunch of check marks for you to go ahead and get through. And if you survive all those, which you don't have to, mind you, but the more you survive, the better the loot at the end. So you do it on those times. Do all those objectives. Get through the boss battle at the end, which is awesome that there's like a little boss at at the end of every single one. Well, they're the same. You know, whatever. It's the same boss in the different proving grounds. So like different boss, different boss. So six different bosses. But I didn't want anybody to think, what are you talking about, Eric? There, there ain't going to be random bosses in each one. So clarify. Same boss, but there's six different bosses, one for each of them. Now, one, one thing you you almost breezed over, but they, they made a point of pointing it out as a challenge, like do it all without dying. And it made me think, well, if you can die in here, maybe if I die and then you die, it's just the count that stays going, and we don't have to restart the whole thing all over again. I'm hoping that's the case. I saw I saw 100%. people die. You don't have to restart. You just keep going. You just and you just were, don't they get were just that. In their solo, you just though. don't get that check mark anymore. Well, I'm I'm just saying, like like when we do the circle of slaughter, like if we both die, it kicks us all the way out. No. So can can the whole party wipe and then yes. still go back? And then in? you just go back in okay. and continue. You just no longer get that check mark, and the time keeps going yeah. regardless. So yeah, you're just good. wasting this more is, time. This is what I wanted. So yes, we can completely suck, screw it up, be drunk and dumb, and still at least complete it. Of course, and get some blues. but the blues are going to be what you get. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So after all this is done, they tally up the time you did, how many things you got kids, blah, 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 all the different scores they have checkmarked, and then you open up the loot box, and boom, you get rewards. Obviously, the better you mm-hmm. did, the better the rewards. But here's the, re- the, re- the replayability comes in is that it's just a big old loot box full of awesome gear. It can be anything. It could be anything. If you just want a 20-minute session and you're like, hey, what's my best chance of just maybe getting lucky with some cool loot? You go and do this random event by yourself or with friends and just have a good time for 20 minutes or less because, like I said, there's the objectives. And away you go. You get awesome loot. You can hop back off, go on about your business. It was a unique event, sort of at least, instead of just being, hey, go over here to the Luke Mann's house. He's going to run out the door, shoot him, respawn over back here, run to Luke Mann's house, shoot Luke Mann, respawn back over here, shoot Luke Mann over and over again. At least this way, it's an event, and you're doing something, and it can change a little bit depending on how you do it each and every time. And that's that's what I like about it, too, is since you can do it multiple times, and it's end game content, this would be the perfect spot to, okay, I'm running through this proving ground today. All right, that didn't, you know, I didn't really like the way my abilities worked. Or, hey, I want to change stuff around and see if this feels better on this character or this does more damage on this character. Hey, pop, pop in, have a run, like it or don't like it, pop out, do your respec, come back in, since you know what the what the boss is, what the patterns will be, what the types and of what the mob are sets are going to be, uh, because each one's unique to like different mob sets. Exactly, you're mm-hmm. going to be able to cater your then, character to those. Then you know, yeah. So you can know. Oh man, I'm going to the place with lots of robots. Here's my cool shock build. Let me try it out here in the proving grounds. Hey, it works great or it works terrible. Bit bit boop bop boom. Get I your like different it. get-ups going. Put them in your different gear slots so you can quick change between them. Away you go, mm-hmm. bang. And on top of it, at the end of it, you have the chance at awesome loot and the sweet, sweet legendaries, which, as we say, I'll never get. But maybe you guys will. 
you can help us get some. And then you'll send them to me in that new mailbag that we have in Borderlands 3. Once they're 10 levels old. No. No. Just as because you're nice, you'll say, I don't, I'm never going to use this bazooka. You can have it. I love rocket launchers, Eric. I love rocket launchers and sniper rifles. Those are what I'm all about, friend. Uh, well, then you'll give me the SMG. <laughs> no, those are my backups, oh, okay. though. That's, then you you'll know, give me the assault rifle. Uh, you know, SMG, I burned through a lot of ammo, though, so i got to have a backup for my backup. All right. Never mind. Jeez. So I think that pretty much wraps up a lot of the Gamescom big news stuff. There were a bunch of good interviews with Randy Varnell. There was one on Inside Xbox. A lot of them were, you know, basic things that we've we've kind of gone over. He was, you know, details that you and I and listeners of the show who are super in-depth about this stuff already know. But still fun interviews. There was one on Inside Xbox. There was one on IGN from a guy named James Duggan. I mean, he, like, shaved his beard. He put his big two-by-four away, and he put some clothes on, and he shrunk down a lot. So I was like, man, Jim Duggan, you look really weird. But he still went, ho! And, and it made me and happy. just for the record, I think if you're talking about the guy, I think you're talking about James Duggan is still a, a pretty beefy guy. So He's not maybe, as big as no, he used to be, No, he's not as big though, as he used to be. Back in the 80s no, when he was... No. <laughs> Buffing around in the NWA and with Hulk Hogan. But he's still up there, so, you know, he's retained a little bit at least. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say, I'll give him props because he asked a really good question of Varnell when he was up there because, you know, they have the billions of guns tagline. But he asked a really good question of how many, like, gun archetypes or weapon archetypes are there. Because he was saying, you know, he played through and in Jacob's shotguns, he found three different styles of those already. And so going through the styles of guns and the weapon manufacturers, Randy Varnell was like, there were at least hundreds of those. So even just in shotties, you're going to have this, you know, cornucopia of picks for all the different combinations that are possible within the system. And then on top of that with the, you know, the grips yeah, and the Yeah, the different grips, triggers, that which that's where, where you get the bazillions. That's at. where the billions mm-hmm. comes into, yeah. yeah. And they did that whole article where they break down the guns and how they... Ch- it says cheated to get there, but it's not cheating. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you said. They just said, okay, well, this is a different gun, obviously. It's got the Jacob's grip instead of the Valley One grip, blah, 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 blah. So, therefore, you just go on to that and you start doing all the crazy mathematics involved and all the robots go, and all of a sudden, boom, billions, bajillions, and then the colors, color schemes on all of them. Blah, it's crazy. It's bananas, mm-hmm. man. And then I know we're wrapping up, but you mentioned an article. And I was going to miss it. You were. The article from Randy Varnell at DevCon, I believe is what it was, he was talking about the creation of their narrative team over there at Gearbox and how it was not only sort of how it was done and the way they run their meetings, but how necessary it was. He said with Borderlands 1, we've talked about it, Mikey Newman wrote the whole thing. Borderlands 2, Anthony Birch wrote the whole thing. Battleborn, Aaron Lind wrote that whole thing. And in the article, which I'm kind of surprised... They let him say it in the article, you know, or in his talk that the, that the article was summarizing. He said, yeah, we basically burned him all the way out from having to do this whole world and then do all the responses and cool stuff for 30 different characters in it, which makes total sense to me. But I was, I was kind of surprised that it was, like, so open that, yes, this happened, so we had to make a team because with this game being even bigger... There's no way we could do what we've done before. Uh-huh. So I just thought it was cool to, I mean, they've been really open with stuff lately, and this was just another thing that kind of 
got out there. Well, in one of the interviews, too, with him, I don't know if it was that same one, he was going on to also talk about that it's such a beneficial thing to have the multiple authors, the multiple writers now, because previously it was all done by a single one, and then the, the humor and the style that went with it was singular. And then, of course, they were constantly getting feedback from, you know, players, et cetera, going, this is the coolest, funnest humor ever. This is so much great. And then this is boring and dumb and just has nothing in it for me. What bland humor. Mm-hmm. And and then you're saying, well, this time around, with multiple writers on board doing this, you're going to get flavor. You're going to get multiple swings at different kinds of humor all throughout it. So there's a better chance at getting a wider variety of people to be happy with it than before where it was, I hate all of it. And I love all of it. That makes me really excited to find some side quests that really, really tickle my funny bone. Like if they got some like really dry humor, mm-hmm. some really dark, sarcastic stuff in this zone over here or with this certain character. Yeah, if you'll be able to see the flavor of who was writing what and who was where, yeah. I think we'll see it. I really do. I think we're going to kind of be able to start to see it as we play a bunch who was writing what and who was where. And then we'll be like, oh, okay, I see. This is what this person likes. This is what this person likes, so on and so forth. And then you can gravitate to, like, your favorite side Mm -hmm. characters. Instead of everybody kind of being, you know, generally the same. Well, I really like Moxie's quest this time, or I really like boom, 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 Mm -hmm. boom. I like it. I like the idea. I do, and I I agree 100% with what Varnell was saying in the riff, because I I hear it all the time, even now. I was just listening Mm -hmm. to the, uh, I think it was the Game Informer podcast, and all the gentlemen on there they hate Borderlands humor. You know, they were just talking about how dumb it was and boring and non-funny it was. And, and I was just like, oh, my God, I used to laugh my butt off at so many things. So beyond with that, you know, I was like, okay, I guess, to each their own. But, yeah, whatever. I, I enjoyed the Borderlands humor, but I feel like after a while it kind of wore, wore on me a little bit. So, again, this is just freshening and spicing it all up. I mean, obviously, they'll have an overarching tone and theme to the Mm -hmm. game, but still getting little pockets of this kind of humor or that kind of humor sprinkled throughout would make it, I mean, even if overall it's still Borderlands humor, if you get little bits here and bits there, it's just going to freshen up the experience. You can't, you can't be mad at that. No. You're going to have to enjoy it. You're going to love it. You're going to find something to love, right? Torg's grandma's coming back, Tor. Yes. Raid boss dungeon for Torg's grandma. It's going to be the best. That. That'll have to be a Borderlands night of old. Oh, yeah. Every every time she pauses and it seems like it's going to be over, take a shot. Mm-hmm. What did she say? What did she say? Oh, my screen? God. What did she say? I don't know. What's the name of the rack? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. The enemies are spawning. Hide behind her chair even more. Mm-hmm. Hide behind her chair. <laughs> How did they find us? Oh, no. Oh, the best. Such good times, everybody. Ah. Uh. Uh, so I think that pretty much wraps it up, except for we got some some coming up soon, little teasers, little sneak bits of info. Actually, not really an info, just talking about what's going to be coming up at PAX West. We got an announcement for Homeworld, so be checking that out when that comes up. And updates for Borderlands 2 VR. So if you're one of those rich people with a VR headset, you're going to be in luck. You're going to hear about it. And then Bulletstorm, Duke of Switch Edition, there's going to be an announcement for that at the PAX show as well. Now, it's... It's pretty crazy because, you know, we, we, we've known they've been doing something with Homeworld for quite a long time now, uh, as well as Brothers in Arms. 
What? What, man? I threw my hands in the air in exasperation. Where the hell is my I brother's know. That's, arms, man? That's what I'm saying. He's openly multiple times now said they're working on it, they're going to town with it, and there's nothing. Not a peep, not a rhyme, not a reason. It's insane. But that's the same with Homeworld. We've heard rumors and, and this, that they, they're pinching away, peeking away, and poking away here. And I don't know what this is, obviously, but at PAX, you're going to hear something new coming for mm. Homeworld. So if that's your jam, going around in space, doing things like, I don't know, slaughtering ships or doing economics, I don't know, whatever you do in that Homeworld game, wow, golly gee. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a shot out there and say this is the next edition of Homeworld. This is a sequel or a DLC spinoff to the remastered because they just did the remaster, mm-hmm. and then there was some kind of expansion right before or right after it. So maybe enough people gobbled that up that, like they talked about with Bulletstorm when they remastered it, if there's enough interest, we'll do a sequel. Maybe this is a full fledged sequel. Here we go. Boom. That's my conjecture land. Everybody ate up the remaster and the Deserts of Karak thing, and now they're going forward with another new hotness. Hey, hopefully they do. I'm, I'm so happy for the homeworld peeps out there. I've said a billion times on this show over the years, we, somebody's got to play these titles so we know what the hell it's about. I guess I could go watch a whole bunch of <laughs> gameplay footage, but you know, to be frank, and I've said it before, it's those t- that stuff's just not my jam. I don't... Plus... Plus, you don't get an, you don't get as much out of watching a strategy game as you do by figuring mm-hmm. out. Like you, you get some because there's a guy I watch who does strategy games, and I like watching it more than I like playing those. But if you're into if you're into it, you're gonna you're gonna want to touch it. So, yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody's got to do it. Danny, Danny, you gotta do it. Danny's gonna do it. Or get get uh, get Elaine to do it. There it is. Elaine can do it. Get Elaine to like video games and play that. All right. Done. Done deal. We'll do that. That's how we do it. Got it. So I think that pretty much wraps up the show. That's all the big announcements. That's all the big stuff. Hey, you know, that that is it. But you know what? It's not fully it. As we said at the top end of the show, it is three years of Third Shift making these episodes, right. doing this stuff. And holy moly, it's been a fantastic three years. We're going to stick around till we're like 110, whether you want it or not. And that's the beauty of it. I can't wait. I can't wait to be 140-something years old and still talking about Gearbox. After World War Seven has come and gone, the Earth has been destroyed. We have gone to planet X-74, and we live there now. Wow. I'll, I'll keep you as my robot slave so you can continue to do the podcast with me. Thank you. Even though we don't honor the bogus treaties. No, you can I'll never honor them. Stay. Mm-hmm. You can stay locked up in the closet, and I'll I'll sneak the microphone under the door. Tell me to speak. It's time for a podcast. Okay, we can do the podcast. Yes, I like this. This is a good idea. And if I ever escape from that room, God help you. That's no. That's barricaded (laughs) in. There's one slot, and the microphone goes in, and the microphone comes out, and then a (laughs) trap door door comes comes right back down. There you have it, folks. We appreciate everybody who has in the past, still does, and will in the future listen to some third shift. We, we've had a great time thus far. We, will, of course, love everybody at Gearbox, love all the people who have supported us throughout the years. You guys and oh, yeah. gals have all been fantastic. We hope you stick around because we intend to keep going and keep having some fun throughout the years, and especially now. We're three years in. We have finally got to the game we've been waiting for, which is Borderlands 3. Yeah. <laughs> three years, Borderlands 3. How fitting. Three years. 
Borderlands 3, third shift. Whoa. Boom. And that's three things Whoa. that have a three in them. Oh. And it was meant to be. It was like fate but, all along. But I definitely echo all your, all everything you just said. Everybody who supported us, thank you. Everybody who's, who's supported us in all the different ways, whether it's Patreon or just well wishes or just listens or just thinking about us, following us on Twitter, anything. And then also, of course, thanks to Gearbox, like you said. And thanks to guests of the show, Sean, Joe, another Joe, Ash, Jim, all of our, all of our good friends who've been on the show. So thanks to all of them. Thanks to all you. Anybody who's hearing this, thanks to you. We appreciate you. And hey, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, any kind of feedback, if you want to wish us well on our next adventure towards four years of Third Shift content, you can send any of that stuff to us via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshift.me, and you can find us on Facebook. Go to Third Shift. You can indeed find us there. You can also find us on that wonderful Patreon that we've already talked about before. We treat it just like a tip jar. you like what you hear, consider heading over there and throwing us a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, five dollars, thousand dollars, or maybe the coveted one million dollars, in which case, as you all should know, or if you don't, we will open up a food line. We'll have a baby dedicated to jars. We'll have another aisle dedicated to cold cocks. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. We'll have a mascot running around doing all sorts of stuff. Matt's laughing. You seriously said we have a baby <laughs> dedicated to jars. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the baby loves living in them jars, you know? <laughs> Just- Oh, man. If you like what we do, consider heading over there and supporting us. If you cannot support us with the old cash, we understand you got to pay bills. You got to do what you got to do. You can, however, support us in so many other ways. You can give us mailbag questions. You can give us feedback. You can give us the likes, thumbs ups, five-star ratings, all that good stuff. You can go over to Twitch, follow us, subscribe with your Amazon Prime or real money. Hey, whatever. But as I said, you probably can't because you didn't give us the Patreon money and the five dollars. So it doesn't matter. <gasps> we love you all either way. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. And of course, this podcast drops every Friday. So we'll be back in your ear holes on the 30th of August for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, comments, and subscription any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out we really do appreciate it and it puts us on that rocket ship we board the rocket ship we have our little our little helmets under our hands we put them on and and it goes t minus five four three two one and it it blasts us off to the moon of four years of third except for if you don't support us they were like them unfortunate events where they blew up midway through (laughs) it's not funny but it's funny <laughs> well, see, I was just going to say, we're like the the monkeys they shot up. We're shot up and we're going, I don't know what we're doing here. And then we crash back down to Earth and we go, uh, did it work? I'm a monkey. I don't know. <laughs> no, gosh. Oh, that was too much. Too much. Sorry, everybody. You know how it goes. Just, off just help us out. Throw us some stars and five stars. Someday we're going to have a five-star story for you. I feel like I'm going to have to have a five-star story for you because these goons, these clowns, these knuckleheads are never going to get one around. I think Danny's by now supposedly wrote a book about five-star. I don't know. 
Mine turned into too big of a project. I didn't want to sit here for six hours recording my five star epic saga. I got, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do these show notes. Look at this. This is hard work, man. Doing a podcast for three years. Look at all this. Look at all this writing. All this, all my life here. Uh-huh. Right here. Right. Man, gosh, hard man. Hear a violin somewhere. But with that, everybody, you listen to that violin <laughs> along with me, and we're going to say what we always say, and that is. Don't forget to say, 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 don't forget to say. Shut up and sit down.